Hello and welcome to Modern Day Human, helping you to align with your highest frequency and activate more joy, freedom, and fulfillment in your daily life. My name is Brian, and this episode is focused on defining life purpose, both what it is and what it's not. This entire season is focused on the topic of life purpose, so I hope you find all of these episodes insightful. And if at any point you decide you want more support with uncovering your life purpose, simply click the link in the show notes. But for now, let's dive into this episode and ask the question, why can it be so challenging to uncover our life purpose? I think part of it is that many of us grew up with a skewed definition of our life purpose and what it means. When a lot of us were younger, we were conditioned to believe that our life purpose is tied to a job. That was very common. We were never really given the space to think about it in a meaningful way beyond that. The question was always, what do you want to do when you grow up? Which really meant, given the options that you see in front of you, which one do you like the best? Or worst case scenario, which one do you hate the least? And of course, we were limited to what we had been exposed to. So most of us felt required to kind of squeeze ourselves into one of the limited number of boxes that we had to choose from. This is especially true for the baby boomers out there and us Gen Xers who didn't have the benefit of the internet growing up. Not that the internet necessarily solves the problem of uncovering your life purpose, it's just that it now shows you a lot more options, which some people could argue is even more overwhelming and makes the whole process even more difficult. But really, it's not the choices that are the biggest issue. It's the conditioning to look outside ourselves for the answers that makes the process seem difficult. That seems to be the most damaging common denominator and the one that spans all generations. I see even the younger generations today still being conditioned this way, to look for something that will provide a close enough fit versus engage in the deeper self-exploration needed to connect with, understand, and then apply what we know about who we truly are. That's really what we should have been taught and asked to do. Because it's when you truly understand yourself that the whole world opens up to you and then all of those options that are out there turn into opportunities that can serve your purpose and your potential rather than sources of confusion and overwhelm that they so often seem to be. And why was it that we were never asked to think about what it meant for us to live a life of purpose? I believe it's because the goal was not fulfillment and meaning. The goal was survival and security. And the way you did that was by getting a job, a good job. But a job is not your life purpose. So this is where I'd like to point out the difference, at least the way that I separate a job from life purpose. And I believe it's a matter of focus and perspective. So I view a job or a career or profession, however you want to label it, as the focus on what you do. And then a life purpose is the focus on why you do that. So it's the intention behind what you do. To be more specific, my definition of life purpose is an intention to contribute value to the world in a meaningful way through the utilization of your innate interests, talents, and characteristics. That's how I define life purpose. So the process of uncovering your purpose is really the process of becoming conscious of your intention to contribute. What is your intention to give to the world? And how do you use your innate interests and talents and personal characteristics to carry out this intention? For example, 
let's take someone who works as a teacher. Let's say first grade. That's not a life purpose. That is what I consider a job or career. It's what they do. A life purpose would be more like nurturing and sharing knowledge with children so that they can grow up with the self-esteem and the tools needed to become the best version of themselves. That would be an example of their purpose because it reflects their intention behind doing the work of a teacher. Does that make sense? Now, someone could ask, what's the big deal, Brian? Like, who cares, right? Someone chooses to be a teacher because they want to. Why do they have to analyze why? And of course, the answer is no one has to do anything. But the question of why becomes really important in two scenarios. The first scenario is if the teacher is not feeling fulfilled in their job. And it goes back to this question, under what circumstances did they choose a job as a teacher to begin with? Was it a conscious decision that aligned with their passions and talents and personal characteristics? Or was it the best choice out of a limited number that they could see at the time? Did they feel obligated or pressured? Because a lot of people do. As that time frame begins to close on answering the question, what do you want to do when you grow up? And sometimes it's not the pressure of time. It can also be a sense of obligation we feel to others or the expectation we feel from others. The opinions of parents, friends, and even just our societal conditioning can have such a powerful influence and pull on us that it drowns out our inner voice and our authentic truth that might actually be guiding us in a different direction. So that's why it's important to know why it is you're doing what you're doing. And then the other reason it's important, even if you love what you're doing, is that it gives you an understanding of all your options. So going back to the example of a teacher, even if they feel satisfied with their job, what happens if the teacher, for some reason, stops teaching? What if they get laid off or retire or the structure of the school system changes and makes doing their job too difficult or there's a big change in their personal life causing them to quit? If they have attached their life purpose to their job as a teacher and then they can no longer perform that specific job, they can feel a real sense of loss and lack of direction and meaning and depression in their life. But knowing your intention behind doing the work of a teacher shows you that you still have options to contribute to the world in a meaningful way that feels authentic to you. So let's go back to the example I gave of a teacher's possible life purpose, which could be to nurture and share knowledge with children so that they grow up with the self-esteem and tools needed to become the best version of themselves. So to nurture and share knowledge with children, think of all the ways they could do that outside of the traditional school system. I mean, they could focus on being a parent or a grandparent. They nurture and share knowledge, right? They could be a tutor, a mentor. They could write children's books. They could be a storyteller and read to children. They could be a camp counselor. They could open an after-school program. They could create children's toys or educational materials. They could homeschool children. They could be a guide for children at a science museum or an art museum. They could teach kids how to garden, how to cook, how to do any of the things that align with their own personal passions. I mean, the list can go on and on, you know, but do you see where I'm going here? Like, there are so many options that open up to you when you know your life purpose. Options that could all lead to experiencing more fulfillment and meaning in life. And that wouldn't necessarily come to mind if you're focused on your job as the thing that is your life purpose. 
because it's not your job. It's the intention behind what you do. And it's important to know that intention so that you can feel fulfilled by what you do and also be able to see all the options available to you. So here's some questions you can ask yourself to start that process of reflecting on your own life purpose as it relates to what you do, paid or unpaid. Number one, why do you do what you do? Number two, is it fulfilling? Number three, in what ways? Number four, in what ways does it reflect how you want to contribute to the world? And number five, in what other ways would you like to contribute? These types of questions can start to give you insight on how aligned you currently are with your life purpose and also lead to possibilities for creating more fulfillment. These could also be used for that automatic writing exercise I shared in the last episode, if you listened uh, to that one on connecting with internal guidance. If not, you can go back and listen to my explanation of that process. And the last point I would like to make in regards to defining life purpose involves a phrase that's been circulating in the spiritual community for a while, and that is that we are human beings, not human doings. I had someone interpret that the other day as, we don't really need to do anything in life because the whole point is to just be, not necessarily to do. And my response to that was that someone's life purpose is for them to uncover and understand, and it's not something that someone can declare for someone else. So if someone decides that their life purpose is to just be and not do, well, that's for them to decide. But I don't believe we can make a blanket statement that that is the purpose for everyone's life. I myself take that phrase that we are human beings, not human doings, as more of a reaction to getting caught up in the busyness of life, which is quite common nowadays. And the point of it is to remind us that when we're so busy and doing things unconsciously, it can take us out of our life experience. But that to me is very different than pursuing a conscious intention to contribute to the world, which again is my definition of life purpose. And so, while I believe we are all born in order to have the experience of being human, I also believe that it's not the only reason that we're born. I believe we are also born to contribute to the world in some way that is unique to each of us. I believe that is an integral part of being human, to want to contribute and feel of value to the larger community. So those are my thoughts on defining life purpose and what it is and some of the things that it's not. And so to wrap up this episode, I'd like to leave you with a message related to life purpose. And the message is this. You have more power than you have been led to believe and are more significant than you think. Practice wielding your energy with conscious intent. Now is the time to be more of who you really are. Move past your fear of what it means to be different and no longer try to conform. On the other side of fear is freedom. So I hope that's a helpful reminder that you did not come here to conform and that we each have the potential to create a life that reflects who we truly are while contributing to the world in a meaningful way. If you would like more support specifically to help you uncover your life purpose, simply click the link in the show notes. Thank you again for listening, and I look forward to being with you in the next episode.